Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome back to another big episode of the Hey Hustle podcast. It is Throwback Thursday. You know what that means. Story time, story time, story time. Time to go back in past to back, back when Coach Hayes was a kid, right? We're always visiting some type of um, time period, whether that's my childhood whether it's just uh, middle school, high school, college, um, uh, you know, early days of entrepreneurship, days on the dark side. That's what I discussed when I was in gangs and trying to get revenge. But we're always, we, we always visit in somewhere in the past, and I take you down the stroll. Again, um, out of all my days, this is probably the, the most education, the uh, most education, uh, more entertainment day than the other days I try to really give you um, things that can really help you through your life but today I just just a bit of color on myself I always like to go back in time relive a couple things kind of like therapy Thursday actually that's what I should rename these therapy Thursdays (laughs) just going back in time always kind of rehashing a story or something I had no business into or um, uh, you know I got myself out of a situation that that was insane which I go through all these situations seems like all the time all the time but it's big Thursday show it's crazy been a crazy day so far just took the boy to school we're here alone, me and my son. The girls are over in Portugal and Spain with my oldest daughter doing playing volleyball over there with her Sac, Sac State team. And my uh, wife and wife and daughter, younger daughter, Kavina, tagging along, making sure everything is right. So we got all the boys, just me and Kaino in the house. Even my son, Marquise, and his uh, new wife, Lauren, I, I, they're over in, on uh, honeymoon, so... They're out the country also over in Greece. So only two son bitches in my family ain't been out the country is me and Kainoa. So we, we the homeboys. We at, we at home. You gotta teach them early that, you know, you don't always get to go. You don't always you don't always get to go to it, but you always get to pay for it. You always get to sacrifice. The boys gotta learn early though. Gotta learn early. That that's just the way it go. That's what the that's what the boys got to get the husbands, the dads. You, you got to learn early. But I'm so happy to be here on this Thursday. Big throwback, big throwback Thursday, big therapy Thursday. Love it, love it, love it. Um, uh, first off, uh, let me say thank you to all of our all of our listeners. We we we've been just gaining listeners and followers. So I always like to throw a big shout out to my my U.S. people. For, for supporting me, homegrown baby, we here. Uh, the American dream is well and alive, man. You got to get up and go chase that shit every day. You got to get up and go chase that shit. That's why they call it American, right? There are a lot of people sleeping on that shit. Get up and chase that shit. Be an American dream chaser. Not just American dreamer, but American dream chaser, right? Hello to all my people in New Zealand. Yo, can somebody please give me the contact to the best cookie joint in the world, Tim Tams. Let's go. If you ain't had a Tim Tam cookie, you're missing out. 
New Zealand, let these people know what we're talking about. Cho the milk chocolate and the white chocolate to be specific. Oh, my God. Okay. Tim Tams, not a game. Tim Tams, not a game. What's up to my people in Australia, people in Canada, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is just crazy that, that we're getting this. Okay. So Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and France. My family's going to be over there. Matt, I know you're over there listening, baby. My family's going to be over there. Man, I would love for you to be able to see them. My daughter's over there playing some volleyball. Everybody's over there except for me. If you get an opportunity, go check them out. Hey, give me a text. I'll, I'll try to connect y'all while, you, while they're over there. I don't know if you're close. I know you're somewhere over there. Um, so I would love to connect y'all. One of my boys from middle school, middle school and high school, over there, living over there in France right now. And so... Said big, big what's up to those guys over there. But I'm just so blessed to have, you know, we have listeners international. I, I'm blessed to have one person listen to me. So it, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Our plays are going up. I feel like, uh, I, I feel like I, we must, I must be delivering some, some all right content. And I'm gonna keep on getting better. If there's ways that I can be better, please drop some, drop, you know, drop your opinion in the, uh, you can either email me uh, at Coach Hayes, Coach Will Hayes at gmail.com or uh, hit me up in the uh, in the DM. Okay, Hayes Hustle Podcast on social media, on Instagram. Just hit me up. Okay, let, let me know what you think. Some changes I could make. That don't mean I'll make them, but I'll definitely, I'll definitely take a look at them. <laughs> I'll definitely take a look at them. Big Thursday. The Big Thursday show brought to you by Hayes Sports Performance. Uh, it's the number one thing I do. It fuels everything. Training, training, training. So I keep the main thing the main thing. I'm a proud sponsor of the Hey Social Podcast. I believe uh, to be able to grow you spiritually, uh, uh, emotionally, uh, mentally uh, goes hand in hand with growing you physically. So um, I'm a proud sponsor. I'm the owner of Hey Sports Performance. I've sent more than 500 kids to college, 300 D1, uh, 200 to various levels, uh, and I love what I do. Remember this: this is a big shot. You know, I know some of some of y'all gonna take this personal, but all ex-athletes are not coaches. Don't don't think that. A lot, there's a lot of people that think ex-athletes just because they play, they know how to coach. That's a lie. This is a skill, yo. To be able to develop, to be able to get people just feel like, oh, they used to play. You can, you can tell you how to do it. That, that, that person, some of these people got shit so natural. They don't even know how to do it. They don't they didn't even know how they got it. How the hell are they going to teach you? So just get a real expert when you're messing with the most valuable commodity you got. And that's your kid. Okay. Make sure you got some real pros. If you need my help. If, hey, if you're a person that's struggling with weight loss. And you and and you know you need weight loss, you know consulting or work. Get a hold of me. We do it all from from the little to the big. We got uh, we start off with our youth kids haystack program, the youth program. Uh, then we have a a haste prep program that's focused on preparing kids for college, uh, preparing kids for high school, the, the high level stuff. And then we got haste fit. Haste fit is for any level athlete, adult kid anything and you just talk about getting yourself fit and and about wellness and about happiness and about balance so hit me up if you fall on any of those categories 
proud sponsor of the Hey Sussle Podcast all, all day. We'll always be a proud sponsor of the Hey Sussle Podcast. If you're a business out there and you would love to sponsor the Hey Sussle Podcast, get me to talking about your show, um, give us a holler. We got some great rates out right now. And I'm going to make it great for anybody that, that sponsors us, right? If you sponsor this program... Instead of me just kind of running a radio ad, maybe we'll run a radio ad. Maybe I'll talk about it. I'm going to come out to the program, to wherever you got, whatever your product is. I'm going to check your product out. I'm going to talk about it extensively. I'm going to, uh, if you have a place uh, or activity, I'm going to come out. We're going to enjoy me and my family. We'll check it out. And I'm going to give reviews right here. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to post them. I'm going to keep you live on our website, on our on our Instagram pages, uh just all over, right? I want to bring value to you for you bringing value to me. So if you're a business out there and you really want to promote your stuff and you're looking for a, a, the smart way these days, podcasts are blowing up. I'm telling you, I'm in five different countries. I am, uh, I, my, my numbers are going up every day. The word is spreading like wildfire. This is the perfect time for you to jump on because I'm finna burn it up. I'm not messing around. I'm finna tear this shit up. This is my lane and I'm just learning. This is just, you know, it's my first month and finishing my first month up and I'm just learning. I still got bad equipment, believe me. So as I grow and I get more equipment and, and do this and do that, this thing is going to grow and it's going to blow up. So if you want to blow up with me, give me a holla. Let's, let's make it happen now. The prices will go up later. Don't think it's going to be great when I, when, as I start to blow up, then them prices going to be up there. Okay. They going the price is going to blow up too. So if you want to get in at the ground level, this is the perfect time. I'm telling you right now, I ain't never did nothing that ain't, you know, that I haven't took to the top. That's why 500 athletes, I take that as a challenge. I, I they come in. If you come in as a two, you're leaving out of here as an eight. You come in here as a five, you're leaving out here as a 10. Like, you know, that, so that's what it's all about. That's what turning in and getting a dollar out of 15 cents. Hustle, 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 hustle. Okay. So this we on Thursday. So we are all on Throwback Thursday today. Throwback Thursday. Uh story time. Story time. Story time. I'm so excited to be on on Throwback Thursday story time to go back into my past. Let you know who I am. Uh we today's story. All right. Today's story takes us back to a very pivotal time in my life, okay? Very, very pivotal time in my life. Uh, I was, I was, you know, for a long time, uh, to give you some background on me, I, was, I, I went to high school, I was in high school, and well, basically started, started off school in St. Louis, Missouri, right? And then, and in the fifth grade, Came to Portland with my dad. My dad kidnapped me, brought me to Portland. Um, then after, so I'm, I'm here like fifth grade, uh, start growing up. I end up going to uh, Whitaker Middle School, then to Grand High School. Uh, after attending Grand High School, I went to Portland State University. I got recruited by a bunch of schools, but I ended up at Portland State University. Um, that's a long story, a whole nother story. Uh, as I stayed in town, which is probably a big mistake, I stayed in town. Uh, my cousin, Cowboy, RIP, 
He's passed away now. He got murdered. Um, and I remember, you know, after he got murdered, I fell into a bad pattern, right? I was trying to get revenge. Now I, I went from being in college, wanting to be an athlete, wanting to be a business guy, wanting to be a this, and I just want revenge, 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 right? So I'm running around. Now I'm running with the gangs. I'm, I'm, I'm running with the Crips, right? And uh, there's a bunch of different faction of Crips, but um, I'm running with 1300 block. And we doing our thing. And, and you know, living a life I'm, I'm not supposed to be living. I meet my, I meet my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Right. And and that was just a, just a crazy thing. She actually babysitted my little brother. She was babysitting my little brother, and I went and picked up my little brother from the babysitter. Like, who in the hell is this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As I was in the street and come over college, my dad was like, "You got to go pick up the, uh, pick up your little brother today from the babysitter." I went over there to see this girl. I was like, "What in the hell?" Anyway, I took her from there. That was my girl after that. So, anyway, fast forward. Fast forward a couple of years, um, you know, well, well let's, let's take it slow. We start dating. I meet my girl. I meet my girl. We start dating. She's still babysitting. Um, she's still babysitting my little brother. Uh, at the time, she had a boy. Her, her boy was two years old, my oldest son. Um, so I would come over and, and you know, be with him, uh, spend time with him, spend time with my wife, my girlfriend at the time. And my little brother, then I would take my little brother home. This kind of would be our thing all the time. Uh, it was crazy. My dad worked for her mom, had a job. He worked for her mom. And that's how he knew her. And she hooked up to babysitting. And it was just, just kind of crazy how everything worked. So after I put the Mac down on her, <laughs> and it took a long time for my wife. I ain't going to lie. I, I, was, I was in the street heavy. I was in the street heavy, heavy, heavy. And, and, you know, messing with girls and I was hustling and, 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 you know, making money. And the last thing, the last thing I had on my mind was having a girlfriend. So I, that, that was not on my mind. And my wife, I give her credit, man. She knew I was a player. She knew exactly what I was. And I'm sure she was doing whatever the hell she wanted to do too. I listen, I was the kind of dude that say like, listen, I don't care what you do when you ain't with me. You can do what the hell you want to do when you with me, then we together. Right, we together then. But as soon as I leave you, you can do what the fuck you want to do. I do what the fuck I want to do because you really can't control nobody anyway. That's kind of what I was on as a kid. So my wife was cool with that. She was cool with that. You know what I mean? Now she used to ask me all the time, like, "Can I be a girlfriend, please? Can it just be me?" And I'm like, "Hey, I, I can't do that. Sorry." <laughs> just tell her straight up, like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." Until like she literally did this for a couple of years. Now, honestly. I was just running around making money. I ain't had time to do shit else. I just didn't want to commit to nobody. It wasn't like I had time to be running around fucking with a bunch of girls. But I I just didn't, you know, I, I, my dad didn't get married. He wasn't really into, you know, getting married. He was just hustling. So that that's what I was into. You know what I mean? And so my wife would ask me for years, like, can we just, can I just be your girlfriend? Can I just, what, what, can, what are you doing? I think she thought it was halfway amusing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because she knew I was spending all my time with her, but I wouldn't call her my girlfriend. Like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And so we did this for, we did this for a long, long time. 
and uh, you know, she she was there. I, you know, I don't even know if my wife knew I was going to turn into this guy because when I met her, I was in the street. I was hustling. I was already selling dope, and, and and you know, my cousin had already got murdered, and so I had already turned to like this dark side. This 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 period I call of when I was just doing everything my dad raised me not to do. And I went through this period for for a minute. But I, I was lucky enough to find my wife during this time. Girlfriend at the time, she had it. She had a little kid. Uh, she had a little kid, and he was a cutie. Marquise was such a little cutie, and she babysit my little brother at the time. And I would go there and pick them up and mack on her, and you know, did did take my little brother home. But I'd be flirting all the time and all that shit. And uh, and honestly, you know, the uh, uh, Marquise's father wasn't really around. So, you know, it's crazy because now I take care of kids all the time. I think that was the beginning of me understanding that God wanted me to, to take care of kids, to be a father to all. Uh, so it, it was kind of an interesting moment. I fell in love with Marquise and I fell in love with uh, my girl. So, you know, it, it was one of those situations where it's like, man, this, this, this feels so cool. But I'm out in the street doing my thing. But my wife, you know, she come from. Her dad used to be a hustler back in the day, and her and his name was William. So it's like I was like the second coming. Like I came, and she's like, "Wait a minute, this dude's a hustler, and his name William. Like maybe this is meant to be." And anyway, I I guess this girl. I, I end up taking her, taking the boy. I remember one time I gave her a bunch of money. Like, hey, listen, I'm finna go up. Gotta go make a move. I'm gonna be gone for about a week or two. Here go a stack. Go go have us in the apartment when you come when I come home. Her and her mama was arguing big time all the time, fighting all the time. A lot of it over me. Why you got this nigga up in the house? <laughs> he up here, he doing this, he doing that, doing that. I'm gonna kick you out the house. I said, hey, listen, here go a stack. When I get back to town, have us a joint, have us a place to stay. I left town. I came back to town. Sure enough, she had us. A, she had us a place. So. We had moved over to Vancouver, nice little condo, no furniture. I wouldn't even take no old furniture. I'm like, nah, I need brand new shit. I was one of those, one of these dumbass dudes. Anyway, it was me and my girl, me and my girl, uh, and, and then and Marquise, and Marquise was two and three, and he was with us. I spooked him up, uh, and then the grandmother, she was staying. Not, you know how grandmas is. She he would grandma he built grandma's house at the time, built our house at the time, which was good because I was I was still hustling and shit. So the grandma really didn't want him around my punk ass because I back then I, I had I wasn't coach age yet. I was, I was still I was still doing it. So they did they did you know family was like what are you doing? What are you with this fool for? Oh my god! And, and, and you know my wife's father passed away in this life. So you know a lot of that, a lot of it was looking at me like, who is this clown? Please don't bring this clown around our, you know, Marquise and mess up. You're gonna live this whole life again and all this kind of stuff. And and so a lot of people was worried that I was gonna take my wife backwards. That I wasn't going to, uh, that I wasn't gonna do right by her. I wasn't gonna raise that kid right now. No, my wife's Hawaiian. The, the her, her son Marquise is half black, half Hawaiian. I knew I was right. I knew I was the right person for him. I could actually get him on the right track. So I wouldn't worry about all that shit. But I could understand where the family goes. Wait a minute. Our history with, you know, with this. Why, why would why would you do this again? Literally telling her. Why would you do this again? The same thing's going to happen to happen to our father. You know. So, um, so it, it is what it is. Perceptions. I wasn't, I wasn't everybody's favorite. 
I was a D boy and everybody knew it. Um, uh, but I was a good dude. I was a good father. What are you going to do? I was a good father. I treated her well. So I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a double-edged sword. He treats he treats her well. Um, he's a good daddy. But the inevitable is going to happen, right? You know, selling drugs and being in the street leads to death or jail. And so nobody wants that. You know, everybody understands that. That's, that's, that's what the end game is. So, But I always knew that wasn't my end game. Oh, I ain't gonna say that. There's a, there was one time I thought I was I was a hustler. That's what I was gonna be till I died. You know all that type of shit. Um, so fast forward to the meat of the story. So we uh, we have moved to a place a little small. Uh, we have our first place was over in Vancouver, and we stayed there for about a, for about a year, something like that. Um, then after we moved out of there. We moved to a little spot over in Portland off of like 78th and Sandy. Nice little spot. One bedroom joint. I was still hustling, hustling, putting it down. This is how I made all my money. I ain't had no job. I ain't had no nothing. This is all I was doing was hustling. All right. My girl, she was working at the Greek cuisine back in the day. Like, you know, taking the bus or I'd take her down to the Greek cuisine whatever the case is. It was popping. Go there at nighttime, having drinks at night. When she was all done with her shift, they would be hitting me with big double shots, triple shots. This is back in my young days. It was it was great. I'd go pick her up at night. It was just unreal. Uh, she'd have to drive home because I'd be done. But... <laughs> Those was the good days, bro. The, oh, my God. I, I, I just remember the story I might have to tell one day. Oh, my God. I definitely got to get into this story one day. This was in that same time period. So, uh, so anyway, great. It was, it was a great, great, great time. Early 20s. Uh, met, my, met my wife. And this, this story, uh, after, after we moved to, hold on. After we moved to 92nd, I mean to... Uh, what was that place on? Yeah, the, the place off of 90 seconds. It wasn't on 90 seconds. It was on uh, 80 something in Sandy, whatever it was. Uh, 70, 70 something in Sandy, whatever it was. Um, after we moved from the little spot on 70 something in Sandy, I actually had this. She didn't know. My wife didn't know at the time. But I had this other house that I used for business. It was just a business house. Nobody got to go there except for me. Nobody went to this house except for me. And I had it fully furnished. I had it fully. People thought I actually lived there. Uh, but actually, I would just go there during the day. <laughs> I would go there during the day, act like I lived there. But I really would stay night over at my, at my apartment with my girl. But I had this other house that we that I used for business only. Nobody was allowed there. And and so I messed up one time and I took my. Uh, no, no, no. I got into it with this nigga. I got into it. With a, with a, you know, I'm in the street. I can, I can start. I had beef with this cat. Really, I didn't have beef with him, but he, he, he thought we had beef. He thought some shit went down that I had did. It wasn't really me, but I ain't had time to be explaining this shit like that. So next thing I know, some weird shit start happening to my apartment. My apartment, you know, uh, I start feeling like somebody was watching me at the apartment, and I'm like, all right, we gonna have to make a move and get out of here. But the only other place I had was my business house. So I had to move me and Marquise and uh, my girl into the business house. That was off 105th over in Prescott, over in uh, Park Rose. So 
moves the whole moves the whole family over there. We have we we moves out of the apartment because I felt like you know somebody's fuck with my car. So I messed with the end over here. People was getting murdered left and right. Somebody was trying to get me. I wasn't quite sure. I knew I had eyes on me, so we just I just we just moved out the spot and moved into a spot that I already had. Of course, as soon as my wife, as soon as I told show my wife this place, my girlfriend, I showed her. Like, wait a minute, this house has better furniture than our house. What is going on? <laughs> but the people, the people I had my business house. It was so I was so cold. It was so gangster, bro. The people I had the business house. They literally thought, you know, like, ah, oh, he's a single dude. He just comes, he lives there, then he goes to work, and da, da, da. And, and I would just go there, like, eat a meal, play video games, shit like that. Then I would leave, right? You know, take care of business, then I would leave. But nobody really knew who the fuck I was. Next thing I know, I had to bring her over there because all this drama happens at the at the apartment. So we come over there, and they like, this nigga got a whole family now. <laughs> he got a son, a girl, a no, anyway, we now we you know my girl out in the yard plant flowers and this was a trap house. This is what are you doing? Like this is a stash house. You can't be in here doing that stuff. <laughs> anyway, so changed my whole life completely. I could not do business there anymore. Right, I had to change that into a a, a residence instead of a, a instead of a, what it was. Um, I ain't gonna get into all that, but. Um, I can I can leave some some mysterious some some mysteria here that you can you can guess what the hell I was doing there. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, we move into the crib. We move into the crib. It's a big. It's a three bedroom, two bath, uh, big old yard on like a quarter of an acre. It's a beautiful beautiful home. I'm just renting it, and so we're there and. Um, at the time, we had a little dog, little wiener dog. <laughs> little dog name was Arthur. Arthur. I got him from my uncle, my uncle Mac, before he passed away. He had a dog. He had he had these, all these wiener dogs. His dog name was Mr. Longfellow. <laughs> what the hell named they dog that? Mr. Longfellow. So I ended up getting a dog named Arthur from my, from my uncle. I love this little ass dog. I ain't gonna lie. And I just remember, I remember one day, okay, one day I'm, I'm sitting on the toilet. So honestly, I'm sitting on the toilet. Arthur, the little hot dog, the little hot, little dash hound or whatever he called it, would come and sit inside of my underwear. <laughs> like this sounds disgusting. You know how if you own the toilet and you got your pants around your ankles, your pants and your, your underwear, this dog would get up in my sweats and like, like a bed, he would lay in there. So I'm up in there, like in the bathroom, laughing, like, hey, hey, like who? I, my girlfriend, I mean, my wife, her nickname is Scoop. I call her S C S C U Scoop. That's what I call her. So I'm like, Scoop, come check this out, Scoop. Come, come here, come here, real quick. Come here, real quick. Look at this dog. <laughs> so she comes in there, sees the dog, like landing by, landing by pants and underwear. She like, that is disgusting. What is wrong with you? This, you, what is you guys got a problem? I just thought it was so damn funny and so cute, man. I'm such a dude. I'm such a dog, dude. You know, I thought I thought it was funny as shit. So anyway, uh, about five minutes later, my wife comes in. She said, "I got you. Got to check this out. I got something I need you to see." I'm like, "What's up?" There was an article in the paper, and the article says, looking for youth coaches. 
youth football coaches. Now, my wife didn't know nothing about my football days. She had never seen any of that shit. She just knew hustle, hustle, hustle. I was a hustler. And my wife says, I think you should go do this. You, you you talked about you used to do football and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I used to do football. I was cold at that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't never knew. So I just, she didn't know what I tell her. She like, yeah, well, you should try this. I'm like, listen, I ain't got no time for that. Like, I'm out here making money. I'm moving units. We going state to state. We stash house growing. We got shit to do. Like, I ain't got time for that shit. And I'm, I'm talking myself out of it, trying to tell her, like, no, nah, I ain't got time to be doing any of that stuff. I, I'm a, I, I said, you know, I'm a hustler. I'm a gangster. What are you talking about? I, you know, my cousin had got murdered. So I was on a whole different, I was on the dark side. I was on a whole different wavelength. And uh, she kept on talking about it, talked about it a couple more days. I said, you know what? Let me call this dude. Let me, let me call this dude, see what's going on. Uh, the dude that was in charge of everything. Called the dude. Dude, super cool dude, Joe. I go down, Joe Rossi. I go down, talk to this man. We had a fantastic conversation. I'm like, and I'm always, I'm almost trying to talk him out of it. Like, nah, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a job for a youth coaching position, fifth and sixth grade at Park Rose, uh, ele- you know, elementary school, middle school, whatever. And I'm like, listen, I'm almost trying to tell dude, but yeah, I ain't got a lot of time. Yeah, I, yeah, I used to do football, but, 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 I, I gave him like a million butts. At the end of the conversation, that dude said, nah, man, you're the one. <laughs> you're the one. We want to hire you. I'm like, man, I literally, I, I went home. I thought about trying to call this dude. Like, nah, I can't be the dude. Nah, you're not, nah, nah. Again, God is trying, you're, you know, trying to di- direct you. And a lot of times we're so scared to go down that road that we're missing our blessings. All right, don't be, don't be. Too emotional, too scary to miss your blessings. Okay. So he told me, you're the guy. You're the guy. No, you're the guy. And and I just couldn't believe it. Like, I, I couldn't believe it that, that I had got, you know, he had got, he hired me. And he didn't know, like, all this shit I was doing. I, you know, I was just living the wrong life all the way. And and maybe he didn't know, but maybe God, God had to know. Because next thing you know... I had to start examining myself of, wait a minute, if I'm going to be a coach, then I can't do this. And I can't, I got to change my life. What is going on? And that's when I had to start looking at where I was going in my life. What kind of energy was I bringing around the kids? Um, I remember going to my first day of practice and I smelled this. This was kind of weird. I smelled the grass, just smelling the grass. On the first day, we had sign up day. You folks come up, sign up on the pad, blah, blah, blah. And I was up there with like the, the clipboard and and I, and table and chairs. And it was me and another coach. And I just smelled the grass, bro. And I remember thinking, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I, I, I swear to God. Like, now I had never even thought about coaching up until that point. Never, 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 never thought about coaching. I was gone. I was done with sports. Fuck sports. I was on to real life. You know, you know, I'll shoot you if you try to look at me wrong. I, you know, they killed my cousin. I was mad. As soon as I smelled that grass, man, it took me back took me right back to being a kid, took me right back to like my purpose. It was the craziest thing I have ever experienced, you know? Um, But I knew something had happened right there. I knew something happened right there. So it made me start making changes in my life. It made me start, what 
what is coaching supposed to do with me? I didn't know I was going to end up on that training business and coaching and having teams and all that kind of shit. But this was the first thing that told me this is the way your life's supposed to be going. Now, I had gained a bunch of weight being a bunch of things I wasn't supposed to be doing all this shit I wasn't supposed to do. And this was the first opportunity, the first door that God opened that told me this is actually the way you're supposed to be going. This was the first step to healing for me, was me finding the way. I was, I was lost. I was doing what I seen my dad do. I was doing what the street said do, what the music said do. I wasn't, I didn't really know who the fuck I was. And then that moment right there brought me right back. Right the fuck back. Now, I'm going to tell you what that did for me. Um, That allowed me to have some clarity in my life. And, and, and I'm not going to lie. That is why one of the main reasons I think me and my wife are supposed to be together is because she guided me. She guided me. It was if she wouldn't have brought that shit in there, I don't know if I ever would have thought about you know until I had like a son and he was playing football and maybe I want to go out there and help with the football coaching. But other than that, bro, I wouldn't have thought about that avenue whatsoever. I was knee deep in what I was doing and I was happy doing it. Okay, I I I I, I had. I had sold myself. I was going to be the best hustler out. I was going to make these racks. I was going to do it. I was willing to go to jail. I was willing to die. I was going to do all this shit for it. I was willing to go. And then that one move, that, that smell in the grass, that talk to the guy, that next thing I know, I had to start looking at my life and where I was going and what God really, really wanted me to do. Then I start coaching and people start going, dude, you're the best coach I ever had. I start moving up fast. The next year, we want you to coach seventh grade. Next year, we want you to coach eighth grade. Next year, we want you to coach varsity. Next year, the first year was free. The next year was 3,300. The next year was 4,400. The next year was 5,000. God had the, 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 like the crumbs leading me out of the hustle life, understanding that he had a whole different purpose for me. But it took me to my wife to shake me and go, I think you should look at this. That moment was huge for me. It changed my life. It changed the direction of my life. And I really thank my wife for that. Um, and I, 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 I thank her the most by marrying her, by telling her I would take care of her for the rest of my life. Is because um, nobody, nobody, and I, and I think that's why we're together, nobody was giving me that clarity. Nobody was giving me... Um, taking me out of my environment, telling me shit I didn't want to hear and saying, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. You know, when I was riding up and down MLK every day and before I met my wife and selling drugs and doing all this kind of shit, when I met my wife, she was like, let's do something like, that's all you do is run around these streets. Let's go to Hawaii. She from, you know, she, she from the island. I was like, what? The island, like, you know, the, now my dreams got bigger. First, I was just thinking about driving my truck up and down the street looking like the man. She like, no, nah, let's get it. Not, not, not Hawaii, understand, was on my bucket list. We talking about something before I die. I'm a poor boy. That's all I ever thought about was going over to, you know, Hawaii, have a swimming pool one day, blah, 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 blah. I couldn't, I couldn't even fathom going over there, like going over to rock and, you know, she set my, my goals totally different. Next thing I know, we was in Hawaii six months out the year. 
You know what I mean? I was spending my money on something totally different. Now I didn't even want to be over here. I was, I, we was in Hawaii rocking like all the time when Marquise was a kid. It was unbelievable, you know? So, um, I just like to, I just like to, yeah, in this story, just point out that, you know, there's people that come into our lives for a reason, for a reason. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I, you know, on Instagram, there's a, there's a popular clip, clip going around right now talking about your mate, who you choose in life. And uh, next to God, the person you pick to spend the rest of your life with is the most important decision you'll make. And and the reason I chose my wife is because she made me better. She made me better. Not not anything, not because she was the best cook, not because she did this, not because she did that. But I looked at my life and I said, God sent me Lehua to make me better. Now, that ain't always comfortable because me and my wife, we go through a lot of shit. And believe me, I, I, and, and don't make it better that I've never seen my dad be a husband for a long time. You spurts of here and there, but never like a real long term. Um, and so it's not easy. It's not easy, but I took on that role. You know, I decided that I was going to reward her with that for, for making me better. I was going to spend a lifetime making her better. You got to have a why behind your decisions. You got to have a why. So when things get tough, marriage gets tough, you remember why you're together. Because she makes me better. Not just because of that one decision, right? But the decision to, I, I, I brought it my, uh, my, my, my goals and, and, and ideals once we start talking about going to Hawaii instead of driving up and down MLK thinking I was something. Right. To go over there and, and understand culture and and the whole deal was just unbelievable. To be able to um, we live in Oregon, but I don't hang around none of the old spots. Over I needed to grow. I needed to grow. I knew that shit already. I needed to grow. And I'm with this girl and we ain't in the mix like that. But we growing together. We grew up together. And we grew together. And that and I think that is um I think that's rare to be able to grow up and grow together without growing apart. A lot of people grow apart and we've grown apart at times and then you just got to grow back together. That's what marriage is all about. But I just want to get that story. Um, it's one of the big stories of my life, man, uh, how I went from hustler to coach. Uh, and, I, and that's really why I call myself the trap trainer. Because I, I really did trap. I really was moving it. I really was doing it and was good with it. <laughs> I was I was good with the game. Like, you know, I was really good with the game. I wasn't no street corner dude. I, I, was, I was really a dude. And so, you know, but when God came in and said, it's over, that's a wrap. It was a wrap. Right? And it, start, and it started, and it, you know, it started there. And I, and I, and I, I think, and we'll go over that story if I haven't already, if you haven't heard that story. I think I dropped that story uh, on a, uh, on a Throwback Thursday. Also, when I stop hustling, if I haven't, I'll make sure I detail that uh, the, when I stop hustling and the reason I stop hustling. I mean, you know, when I stop it every when I when I really when I, the day I stopped, the, it, it still took a process to stop. But this was the first me understanding that there was a bigger meaning for my life. And once I started going to those practices and games and relationships, 
I knew that God had another reason, another purpose for my life. I thought it was college coaching. I thought I couldn't quite figure out. I start spending the next basically 10 to 15 years of my life trying to figure out, okay, I know it's sports. I know it's kids. I know it's, what do you want me to do? Right? Like it's, it's tough because God's never going to tell you. So it's, it's more about him moving you around. You moving to the left and is you having success? Did he open up a door? Did you max out? So this was the beginning of me figuring out who I was. Uh, I figured I, I figured that God had another purpose for me once this happened. And I, and I thank God. I thank my wife. I think, I thank God for my wife for being able to, um, to point me in the right direction, to be able to, uh, guide me. And, and believe me, my hard head ass, I, I don't let anyone guide me easy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm sure God put, you know, my wife, believe me, that nobody else could irritate me in the world. And me still go for it, except for my wife. My wife get believe she she get away with the most. If any other person did this in my life, you know some of the stuff my wife did, I would not talk to you ever again. If you you know woman ain't like a, you know I'm just done. You know what I mean? But my wife she can get away with saying some shit or doing some shit, but because I know ultimately she makes me better, and iron sharpens iron. And I've never seen what marriage looks like. So I can't have these preconceived notions of what it's supposed to look like. I have no idea. My marriage looks like my marriage. And so that's what it is. Okay. So anyway, I just want to, I just want to drop that story on y'all today. Um, just to put a little more color in my life. I have not always did the right thing. Um, I have not. I, I, life has gotten, beat me down at times too. But... I've always get my ass back up and I thank God for the people who are by my side and that believe in me and has helped guide me when I have been wrong. That's important. Very, very important. Very, very important. My wife right now, she's going over to Portugal uh, with my daughters, Portugal and Spain and all that to, to do some volleyball and family. And, and it's funny, you know, I separation gives you a lot more appreciation. And my my wife's only been gone a couple of days, but this story, yeah, I had another story I was going to talk about today on, on Throwback Thursday, but I'm starting to miss her already. <laughs> starting to miss her already. Um, and it's just tough for me. It's, it just, it's just really tough for me. Um, I, I think when my wife is here half the time and working so much, she probably don't feel like, I'm giving her the time that she deserves, which I, I'm, I'm calling that true right now. Um, and then when she's gone, I just want her ass back here. Just, just, just crazy, 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 crazy. Um, so appreciate your people while you got them. Appreciate your people. Uh, appreciate your partners. Appreciate whoever's in your life that is guiding you, whether that's a parent, whether that's a friend, whoever has enough balls to actually tell you the truth. And to and to introduce you uh, to new things, to to the right direction, to put you on the right path. Take care of those people that take care of you. Take care of those people that actually care. There's people that see me on the wrong path. That's all they want me to do is keep on staying on the on the wrong path. They didn't give a damn. They didn't give a damn. Okay. So make sure you're rolling with the right folks. And if you're not, get them out of there. 
Get them out of there. I'm now rebuilding a circle. I thought I had a circle. I had a circle of fire. People trying to burn me the hell up. I had to start over. And and now I'm building this circle from the beginning with people that love me, people that fill me up, people that I want to fill up. Okay. Um, and so that's important. Very, very, very important. Okay. Throwback Thursday. All about story time. I hope you had fun taking a little, you know, a little peek back into my life. Uh, it has been, it has been a, a hell of a life. I'm going to keep it. None of these are lies. So I'm going to just keep on coming with it every week. Give you a little story. Let you understand a little bit more about Coach Hayes. The, the complex coach that it is. Right. Throwback Thursday brought to you by Hayes Sports Performance. Trying to change these kids. Build 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 one brick at a time it's all about turning potential into performance if you got an athlete or if you're looking to to uh, better yourself get to the best you give me a call today 971-400-8351 or contact me over dm at the hayes hustle podcast on instagram or at ota underscore team hayes on instagram right? you can also email me coach will hayes at gmail.com um, it's been a pleasure rapping with you today on Throwback Thursday. Uh, next week, we're coming with another great story. So if you like story time, lock in, get your popcorn ready, and let's get ready to go. Have a fantastic day. Talk to you tomorrow on the Big Fatherhood Friday show. Coach Hayes in the mail. <laughs>